Welcome everyone back to the Athlete Maestro podcast, the athlete development podcast that helps young athletes like you break your mental and physical limitations in sports, as well as come up with a strategy and a plan to achieve your sports goals. This is episode 796 and I'm your host Tola Ogunlewe and this is another Selects edition where of course uh, we are going back in time to episodes of the podcast that you might have missed or episodes that you need to listen to them a second time to grasp the knowledge and lessons that we shared in that particular episode. On today's episode, guys, we're looking back at Aiton Senna, legendary Formula One driver who, of course, tragically lost his life on the racetrack, but his legacy continues to stand the test of time till this day. We looked at Aiton Senna in 2019 episode 340 so literally that is over 400 episodes ago and there are three lessons i wanted you to learn from that episode break your limits compete to win and improvement is key you see a quote that i shared with senna the kind of mentality that he had pursuing his sports goals and trust me it's an episode that you're going to learn a lot from He tragically lost his life at the peak of his powers. It was an epitome of hard work, dedication and understanding of the sport. Many observe that had he not lost his life in 1994, he would have been the greatest Formula 1 driver of all time. Today on the show guys, Brazilian legend Aiton Senna. If you haven't heard of Aiton Senna, it's not a problem. Uh, He lost his life in 1994 during... A Formula One race. More on that, of course, later. Senna was a Brazilian race car driver who raced in Formula One and who won three Formula One championships. Like many other great Formula One drivers before him, the journey always started with go karting at a very young age. That's when you learn to master speed and control. It's where all the greats start, and Senna was no different. Born in Brazil, just outside Sao Paulo. Senna would race go-karting at Interlagos, one of the most popular racing tracks in Brazil and the world. He won the South American Car Championships in 1977, his first of many titles in racing. Interestingly, although his family was supportive of his racing career, they still wanted him to join the family business. In 1983, Senna began to test drive for some of the popular teams in Formula 1, the Williamses and the McLarens of this world. It was so impressive that both teams wanted to sign him but didn't have spaces on their roster for that particular season. In Formula 1, each team can have two drivers and two race cars per race and those are the people that they will use for the entire season. Senna was determined to race in the 1984 season and signed with Toman, a new team with limited experience. It was only a stepping stone. He finished the season ninth overall on the driver's standing but you see, the following season, he signed with Lotus where he raced for three years. His best driving, however, came in 1988 when he signed with McLaren. He would go on to win the World Championships that year and drive his best. He developed an intense rivalry with Alan Prost, who was his teammate at McLaren. You see, Senna won the World Championships in 1988, Prost won it in 1989, Senna would win again in 1990 and 1991. 1992 was not so impressive as he finished fourth overall in the title. Prost, however, would get revenge and win the title in 1993 with Senna coming second. In 1994, he signed with Williams and it was supposed to be the turn of a new chapter. It would, however, be a tragic year. At the San Marino Grand Prix in Italy, 
Senna would lose control of his car and crash into the concrete retaining wall at a speed of 233 kilometers per hour. He died from his injuries. Everyone in Formula One was shocked and the world over. You see, at his funeral, over a million people lined the streets of Brazil just to witness his coffin pass. The Brazilian authorities and the Brazilian government as well declared three days of mourning for Senna just to show you how special he was. His brand of racing was second to none and he left his mark on the sport. He holds several records in Formula 1 till this day despite being dead for 25 years. Some of those records include most wins leading to a Grand Prix with 19, most consecutive pole positions with 8, most consecutive front row stars with 22, and of course most consecutive wins at the same Grand Prix with 5, which happened at Monaco, one of the most difficult racetracks in the world. Senna was absolutely special, and you see, even the greats who have raced in the sport acknowledge that he is the greatest Formula 1 driver ever. Today is your mentor, guys. And there are three lessons that I want you to learn from Aiton Senna. Uh, despite the fact that he's been dead for 25 years, whenever you think about Formula 1, you know, the first name that would usually come to mind is Michael Schumacher because he won seven world championships. And of course, if you don't think about Michael Schumacher, maybe you think about Lewis Hamilton before you come and start thinking about the Nigel Mansons, Alan Prost, and some of these other guys. But you see, all of those guys were interviewed at various times during their careers and they were asked, you know, who do you think is the greatest uh, Formula 1 driver ever? Every single one of them mentioned Aiton Senna. Even Michael Schumacher, the guy who many believe is the greatest, he himself said, I, I don't think I'm the greatest. I believe Senna is the greatest. Just because of the dedication, the things that he did on the racetrack, the attention he paid to the sports, and it's from that legendary career that I want you to learn three lessons. First one, guys, is break your limits. On this point, guys, Senna says, on a given day, a given circumstance, you think you have a limit, and you then go for this limit, and you touch this limit, and you think, okay, this is the limit. As soon as you touch this limit, something happens, and you suddenly can go a little bit further. With your mind power, your determination, your instincts, and the experience as well, you can fly very high. The next example that comes up, you know, when I think about uh, this quote from Senna or this lesson that I want you to learn from Senna is Roger Bannister. You see, Roger Bannister was the first man to ever run a mile under four minutes. So you see, everyone had always said it that, look, you cannot run a mile under four minutes. It is absolutely impossible. So you see, all the guys who had been racing before Roger Bannister came around could not run the mile under four minutes. But you see, once Roger Bannister broke that record and ran the mile in less than four minutes, guess how many people in the following year were able to run the mile under four minutes? It was over 20 people. That record got shattered in no time. You see, there was a mental block in the minds of people believing that, look, four minutes, uh, that's the time, that's the best time that you can run a mile. You cannot run a mile under, under four minutes. But you see, the minute the first person was able to do it, then it became clear to the others that this is actually something that can be done. This is something that we're capable. So they began to push their body a little bit further. They, kept, they began to try their body in different situations. And that is what Aiton Senna is saying here. You see, in all of the time that he spent in Formula 1, this was always his principle. You know, people always said, you know, things cannot be done. This would be difficult. This would be impossible. Um, I'm not sure how it will happen. But you see, what Senna is saying here is that, you see, once you see that limit, you see, the minute you touch it, the minute you get close to it and you say, oh, so this is the limit, then it opens up a world of possibility for you in the things that you never ever 
thought that you could do so my question to you guys on today's episode is what is your limit what's that thing that people have said cannot be done in your sport what's that thing that people have said that you particularly cannot achieve maybe you don't have this skill set maybe you don't have this particular thing that people in your sport have needed to surmount to get better to improve to break that record what is that thing that they've said you see you have to develop an ability guys to break your limits and the way you do that is to push the way you do that is to try your best possible to get as close as you can to that limit irrespective of what anyone is saying irrespective of what anyone feels remember guys the quote by item center says on a given day a given circumstance you think you have a limit then you go for this limit and you touch this limit and you think okay this is the limit as soon as you touch this limit something happens and you suddenly can go a little bit further with your mind power your determination your instincts and the experience as well you can fly very high i want you to break your limits guys and that's the first lesson that i want you to learn from item center today second lesson guys is compete to win compete to win now you see the formula one of today uh, has been how would i put it now the safety approaches you know have been more pronounced obviously due to the tragic incidents that have happened in past formula one races item center and all the other formula one race cars drivers that have died while racing and i was listening to a podcast recently on the battle between ferrari and lamborghini and how uh, the competition was so fierce and we're talking about ferrari and of course Fer- ferrari popular and well known for its participation in formula one for its relationship with formula one and being the premier uh driving company that most drivers want to drive for and how you know the reason why lamborghini was started in the first place was due to the crashes that ferrari cars always suffer so you know anyone even if it was formula one even if it was just buying a ferrari car because of the speed that they were able to generate because of the horsepower they were able to generate you know there were so many crashes and people died you know it was such a tragic scene with uh, the ferrari company as a whole when somebody had crashed the car and died and everyone comes in and be like and it's always like are we going to continue like this are we going to continue to make cars that people are just going to crash and nobody's going to do anything about it people are going to die what's my point here guys see formula one is a dangerous sport because of the speed that these cars race at 233 kilometers per hour 250 kilometers per hour you're going to see some top speed almost getting to 270 280 kilometers per hour that is just fast so you see everyone thought uh, that senna would be careful everyone thought that you know he would not go for it in terms of doing everything possible he could to actually win the race and on this point senna says by being a racing driver you are under risk all the time by being a racing driver means you are racing with other people and if you no longer go for a gap that exists you are no longer a racing driver because we are competing competing to win the main motivation to all of us is to compete for victory is not to come third fourth fifth or sixth i race to win as long as i feel it's possible sometimes you get it wrong sure it's impossible to get it right all the time but i race designed to win as long as i feel i'm doing it right guys you have to compete to win in your sport i've looked at kobe Bryant on a past episode of the podcast we looked at lebron james you see these guys every time they step out on the course the will the ability everything that they need to win they are going to give that percentage in order to ensure that they get it so it's not stepping out onto the court or stepping out onto the track you know and just um you're not feeling it so you're not going to give it everything you know so uh, this is one of those days where i'm just feeling down a little bit and i'm just going to 
I'm, I'm going to take it easy, so to speak. And uh, whatever happens, happens. There's going to be a game next week. There's going to be a race next week. Uh, maybe next week I'll go on for it again. You see, that was not Senna. You see, every single time, Senna always competed to win. When people were asked about what gave him the edge, okay, why do you pick Senna to be the greatest? And many of them would say, look, if you look at Alan Pross, if you look at Nigel Mansell and some of all these guys, you see, they were great Formula 1 drivers a few times occasionally some of the time but you see Aiton Senna every single time he stepped onto the track every single time he stepped out to race he was a great Formula 1 driver every single time and that was what gave him the nod over everyone else did he win every race of course not but you see every time he stepped out onto that track he was going to go out 100% to try to win, competing every single time. There were races where, of course, uh, car trouble and all those things, he fell down the pecking order. You see, he would make sure that he did his best to get back to the top of the grid. If he wasn't first, he was second, but he was always on the podium. There was a particular race that he raced where at the first corner, uh, you know, most of the cars passed him by because, I don't know, I think he had gear trouble or there, but he was fifth. You see, in one lap, he went from fifth back to first and he eventually won that race. When you talk about wet weather, Aiton Senna was the best. He was the guy that everyone knew that, look, if it was raining, whilst everybody is being cautious, it's not going to be Senna. He's going to go hard and he's going to try to win that race. Guys, you have to compete to win. I see so many young athletes these days, you know, and you you, you go out with a non-talent attitude. You go out lackadaisical in terms of, uh, well, let's see what happens. I mean, it doesn't really matter. It's, it's, it's not do or die, most especially when there's nothing at stake. Not Senna, guys. This was a guy who every single time went hard, went for what he wanted, he always competed to win. He said, if you no longer go for a gap that exists, you are no longer a racing driver. You see, that is what a race driver does. To overtake an opponent, you must take advantage of gaps that exist, the gaps that they give you. And in order to do that, you have to take that opportunity to pass that guy. That's what being a racing driver is. So you have to compete to win. When I stop competing to win, uh, then of course, I'm no longer a racing driver. I always go out there and I want to win every single race. That is what Senna said. So I want you guys to compete to win, guys. Every single time, once you step out to play your sport, you have to compete to win. It might be training. It might be a game. There might be something on the line. But you see, every single time, just compete to win. Push that boundary and keep going. That's the second lesson that I want you to learn from Senna. And the final one, guys, is improvement is key. Improvement is key. You see, one of the things uh, that made Senna different from the others was his attention to detail. You see how analytical he was. And of course, many people have also said that he's one of the most analytical Formula 1 drivers of all time. You know, when you know these guys that are breaking things down, just like I give you an example of Devon James, uh, when he was doing a press conference after, I think it was last year's playoffs, probably the final game one against the Golden State Warriors, where the reporter asked him a question and he broke down the play from when the play started to when the team called timeout and he got it spot on. Other athletes were like, I don't think I can do that. I can't even remember what happened, you know, at that game. Talkless of calling a play exactly how it was. Who passed the ball to who, who shot, who made the point, who called the timeout and all of those things. You see, Aiton Senna was that type of athlete. Very, very analytical. There was a guy who was his test driver because obviously you have someone test the cars, make sure everything is working before the actual race drivers come in. There was a guy who was Senna's test driver and he talks about Senna and says there was a particular race where Senna crashed and he was feeling very, very tired. He was feeling uh, lagged and he was feeling under the weather. You and he had to step away so the guy was supposed to complete that thing you know and give a report the guy says senna came into training the next day and he thought that senna you know just wanted to come in to see how things were going oh no 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 senna came in and he wanted to find out everything about the car he wanted to find out what went wrong he wanted to find out what happened now that same guy was also the test driver in another season for nigel manson and he talks about nigel manson say look when that guy is done racing he's 
off he's not doing he's, he's not analyzing nothing there is no time for that it's more or less like a waste of time the guy is off to do something else that was the difference guys between Ayrton Senna and many of the other race car drivers and that was what set him apart particularly guys the guy says I believe in the ability of focusing strongly in something then you're able to extract even more out of it it's been like this all my life and it's been only a question of improving it and learning more and more and there's almost no end as you go through you just keep finding more and more it's very interesting it's very fascinating that was Ayrton Senna guys he was a guy who was fascinated with improvement he always wanted to learn more and more and I've said this so many times to young athletes you have to want to improve you have to have the desire to learn you have to have the desire to get better because if you are not then how can you be the best if you're not how can you achieve your goals how can you achieve your dreams how can you be the difference maker for your team and how can people see you as a guy who they can look up to in terms of you know this is a guy who says this is what he wants to do and he's actually taking it serious the third lesson guys improvement is key how are you improving in your sport how analytical are you about your sport so you finish training do you just drop your bags and go home or do you find a way to analyze your performance in training to analyze what you're doing and that's why i created the athlete maestro daily planner head over to athletemaestro.com forward slash daily planner to get that daily planner it's a one plate daily planner it helps you plan your day right guys it's more or less like a journal but it's actually a planner you input the things that you're doing the, at that particular day then at the end of the day there's a session where you can go through to see what you did during that particular day what worked what didn't work why didn't it work all of those questions guys you are seeking improvement and that's what is going to set you apart from the other athletes that are doing this thing with you that is what set senna apart that's what made senna better and of course i was watching documentaries on him and i was watching a top gear tribute that they did to him is 25 years since senna passed away and everyone talks about how he was always focused on improvement always remember guys he said i believe in the ability of focusing strongly in something then you're able to extract even more out of it it's been like this all my life it's and it's been only a question of improving it and learning more and more and there's almost no end as you go through you just keep finding more and more very interesting it's very fascinating guys you always have to improve in your sport those are the three lessons guys that i want you to learn from items and first one guys break your limits second lesson compete to win the final one is improvement is key item center and there you have it guys Iton senna legendary f1 driver and of course one of those quotes that i told you about was when he said wherever you are no matter what social position you have rich or poor always show great strength and determination and always do everything with much love and deep faith one day you will reach your goals and of course it's my goal for you as you listen to athlete maestro that you would reach your goals all the goals you set for yourself but you have to show strength and determination and of course you have to do everything with deep faith so not just faith strength and determination in terms of putting in that work athlete maestro guys episode 796 head over to the website Check out the free and paid resources that we have for you there. All of this is geared to helping you break your mental and physical limitations in sports and also have a strategy that you can use to achieve your sports goals. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, you haven't left us a rating and review, what are you waiting for? What your rating and review does is that it helps other athletes find the podcast, know that it's a worthwhile resource they can use to chase their goals in sports. Athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe so you learn how to subscribe you also learn how to leave that rating and review if you have any questions whatsoever you want me to answer them on the show send me a mail tola at athlete maestro.com tola at athlete maestro.com i'll catch you guys on the next episode of the show remember knowing is not enough you must apply willing 
is not enough you must do and just go out there learn all the lessons you can from a great athlete in Iton Senna. I want you to go out there and I want you to be a maestro today and every single day. <laughs>